This is Trends and Issues in Instructional Design, Educational Technology, and Learning Science, hosted by Abby Brown and Tim Green. Hi, this is Tim, and I'm here with Abby. Hi, this is Abby, and I'm here with Tim. Welcome to episode 241 of our podcast, where we review the trends and issues in instructional design, educational technology, and learning sciences that we observed as we flip resources into our Flipboard magazine over the past two weeks. In this episode, we have four trends that we'll discuss, along with a recommended reading that goes with each of these four trends. We end the episode by peering into the crystal ball and making predictions about the trends we believe we'll observe in the upcoming two weeks. Abby, start us off by talking about our four trends and sharing our recommended readings. Thank you, Tim. Before we get started, you and I had chatted about this before. We just want to wish uh, congratulations to AECT, the Association of Educational Communications and Technology, on their 100th anniversary. They had their um, international meeting last week, their convention in Orlando. Uh, By all accounts, it went very well, and uh, we wish them uh, a successful another 100 100 years. Exactly. Um, But now, down to our trends. We have four trends, which we've basically we're just looking at the number of times that we mentioned certain ideas or concepts, or we didn't mention, flipped them, you know, stories that were about them into our Flipboard magazine in the past two weeks. The top trend, the, the largest number of articles that we flipped is pretty much as usual for the past few months, um, artificial intelligence. It's going so strong. It's going strong and and continuing, and it's and it's evolving. It's right. the, the the at least the the news about it, the media that's shared about it, is evolving into um, more sophisticated uh, aspects of AI. So this past two weeks, we've seen learning more about how AI works. We've looked at, we've seen articles that look at AI in education 10 months on. Apparently, it's been just about 10 months since AI ChatGPT made a big splash. Uh, there has also been discussions on higher in higher ed about generative AI guidance. Also, making use of creative generative AI tools in the classroom. Conversely, there's also been articles about altering assignments to curb use of AI in classes, uh, case studies of AI supporting student success, and AI innovations. For example, Google Search, the Google Search line, is uh, experimenting with uh, being able to give a prompt that generates uh, uh, something, you know, text or, or images from uh, by AI, generative AI, and AI for social media. Also, AI tools that help teachers. Our recommended read in this area is just that, about tools for teachers. 12 AI tools beyond ChatGPT that can save teachers time by Eric Ofgang for Tech and Learning. And once again, as always, uh, we, uh, I apologize if I'm mispronouncing any author's name. Of his recommendations... My favorite, personally, Tim, was Meta's animated drawings. <laughs> Tell us which, about that, would you? <laughs> uh, well, you know, we were talking about this earlier. I experimented with it over the weekend, and it really is a lot of fun. You can you, you, you can take any drawing 
uh, a stick figure or something more sophisticated, but my artistic abilities limited me to a pretty <laughs> basic figure. Um, but I uploaded uh, the drawing, uh, you know, the, by taking a photograph of it, I uploaded it to this beta site that Meta is working on. And within minutes, it created um, a number of different animations of that drawing that I could choose from walking, dancing, uh, jumping up and down. But uh, it was a lot of fun. And you very interesting. You drew it by hand, correct? I drew it by hand. Yeah. It looked like it looked like a hand drawn animation yeah. when it was finished. Yeah. Um, but very, especially, I think, cool. if you've got kids, elementary age kids, or or I guess really anybody, I was enjoying it. But the uh, it. it it's a it's a huge surprise to see one's artwork come to life right. like that. So that's trend number one. Trend number two, software. We saw a lot of articles this past week about software uh, innovations and news uh, and reviews. We saw reviews for software, including Class Tools, Immersive Reader, and Empatico. Uh, we also saw a new English tutoring tool that was developed by Google it's got a limited rollout on Android, but apparently it is giving Duolingo a run for its money. Um, YouTube was also identified as top video source for teens, out, uh, outpacing Netflix. And also, uh, we saw articles recommending the best YouTube channels for education. We also saw Adobe's latest updates. Adobe Max was this past two weeks. And typically when Adobe Max occurs, uh, that's their big creativity conference. This is when they announce, Adobe announces its latest uh, software innovations. So that is our recommended read as well. Adobe doubles down in AI with over 100 new features announced by Felix Young for Hypebeast. And this is an interview with Scott Belsky, who's Adobe's chief strategy officer. And it's a good overview of what we can expect to see in um, production media uh, in the upcoming year. Yeah, and there's some pretty pretty interesting, and we don't have time to go over them, but there's some pretty interesting things that they're doing with their with AI and their tools. So if you use yes. Adobe products, take a look at that because I, it's, it, you, I think you're going to be shocked and pretty you know, happy about some of the things that they're doing. Happily it, surprised. Yeah, 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 there's some very interesting things. Yep. Absolutely. Um, number three is digital security and safety. Uh, this comes up for us all the time. This all is a trend that we see with great regularity. Um, one article was actually looking specifically at ed tech surveillance tools and children's safety. There was also uh, an announcement of Consumer Reports' new app called Permission Slip, which is a very interesting app. It actually gives you um, the opportunity to sort of uh, make it, kind of, it's kind of a one-stop shop experience for um being able to send notifications to places that may have your data, telling them to not use your data for anything. Um, there was also NPR's article on the website PIM Eyes, which is a publicly available facial recognition tool, which is apparently uh, incredibly accurate. And uh, you know, you're able to sort of pick out an individual in a crowd and say, you know, who is that? And uh, they, they scour the web. Uh, and find enough matches to say, well, that person is this person. It's a little scary yeah. in terms of what it can do for somebody, who, I mean, for stalking, for right. nefarious purposes. It's, and they it's said very... it's, 
pretty accurate. <laughs> That's and the key. If you, want, it's very, if you want to hear something, it's pretty accurate. I think the article that, that we flipped actually referred to it as terrifying. Yes, it did. Yeah. Right. Yep. We also saw a major security flaw in Cisco devices and how to patch it. This was announced last week. Our recommended read in this area, though, is a little bit more on the softer side. Google just made a bittersweet announcement. It's the end of an era by Jason Otten for Inc. Google has announced and has started implementing passkeys instead of passwords. So uh, one can opt at this point to use passkeys instead of passwords. We don't really have time to go into exactly what passkeys are or their difference. They are, they, are, they are different than passwords, and we recommend reading the article to find out more. Uh, number four is also kind of a security safety issue, but it was very specific. Young people and screen time had so many articles related to it in the past two weeks that it bubbled up as a trend all its own which is interesting because we we haven't i don't think we've had it as its this own is new. it's always been part of digital security, security and safety yeah so this that's is right this is new i think you're right utah's division of consumer protection is suing tiktok alleging the app's harmful addictive nature there's also a growing movement for banning smartphones in schools there's been some indication of higher test scores greater exercise among kids um, in schools that ban uh, smartphones. And this is a growing movement in K-12 settings. We, we actually flipped multiple articles on this one subject over the past couple of weeks. The complex relationship between children's late night screen time and school performance has been examined. Screen, phones, and children's mental health was discussed uh, in a number of different ways from personal experience up to uh, more clinical research in the area. Our recommended read in this area is What Social Media Does to the Teen Brain by Katherine Pearson for the New York Times. Tim, those are our four trends and our four recommended readings. Thanks, Abby. Now we turn our attention to peering into the crystal ball and making predictions about what we believe we'll observe in the upcoming two weeks. We, before each episode, we talk about this. And if you followed us for any length of time, you're going to guess AI. <laughs> Artificial intelligence is certainly something we expect yeah. to see more of in the upcoming weeks. Yeah, and, and as, as we said in this episode, it's evolving. The, the conversations right. and what we're seeing about it, it's evolving. Very we, true. We also talked about, and you can talk about this, more VR. We're seeing, we predict that we're going to see we, more about VR. We have, we've been seeing a steady stream of VR articles, uh, but small numbers, right. but interesting innovations. So we think it's possible. I mean, you and I were talking about yep. this before. It's possible that this will bubble up as a trend again, as it has periodically for the past decade or so yeah. that we've been doing this podcast. Yeah. Decade. Um, yeah. So uh, that along with we at this time of year, we regularly start to see more articles that are focused on holiday items, hardware, software uh, that is um, consumer related. Right. Uh, also related to education, but uh, things that are you know, people are getting ready to um, present as gift options for the holidays for families. That's right. So get your lists going. Get your, it, it, your it's it. And we also think, right, we also think we might continue to see more about young people in screen time. 
I really think yeah. we will. Yeah. Uh, this is a growing concern. It's been something that, that everyone has been concerned about for quite some time. But we're now at the point where we're working with young people, teens and, and young adults, who are really the first all screen, all the time right. generation. And so we're really starting to have opportunities to see exactly how this may change people and society in some ways and how it affects people individually. But yeah, Tim, I think that's what we're seeing in the crystal ball right now. Excellent. Well, that brings us to the conclusion of episode 241 of our podcast. We'd like to thank our followers and viewers of our Flipboard magazine and our podcast subscribers. You can listen to past episodes of our podcast and find the links to the recommended readings from this episode by visiting our website at trendsandissues.com. Our next episode will air on November 9th. This podcast is produced by Professor Abby Brown at East Carolina University and Professor Tim Green at California State University, Fullerton. Copyright Abby Brown and Tim Green, 